0: Welcome to Android App Addicts episode number 592. The entire three-man band is back in action. Dor, Ivor, and Josh catch up while introducing incredible, unbelievable, fantastical apps.
1: Hello everyone, welcome to Android App Addicts episode 592. This is the long-running Android podcast, uh, and today's supporter making this podcast possible is Zoke. Uh, I talk a lot with Zoke in uh, the Boxer channels. Uh, Zoke is a, a, a security enthusiast who got mistreated by his last employer, thought it was going to be like the end of the world. Turns out you got a 30%, I want to say with a 30% raise and an office with a nice view, with a nice window. So, rock on, Zoke. Good job. Um, Speaking of good job, I'm also joined this week by two fellas. Uh, One is in one end of the globe and the other one maybe like polar opposite. Uh, Ivor and Josh, how's everything going, Ivor?
2: Oh, uh, not so great, Dor. I am constipated from eating far too many hot cross buns over Easter. Um, I've already got uh, uh, new phone regret. And, um, my, uh, mm. all my, uh, personal information has now been hacked and is out in the wind. So I'm really happy.
3: Really happy. <laughs>
2: oh, well, and, and my mean, dog, you know, and my dog is trying to, is on heat and she's trying to hump everything in sight at the moment. So that's, that's another thing that, uh, it could have
1: been so much worse. To deal with. Yeah. That's like a
0: contemporary, uh, country music song.
1: I thought you were going uh, yeah. <laughs> to say like the dog was attacked by a goat or something. <laughs> my
0: no, belly's no, she's, all she's busted up. Afraid. From... She's afraid of goats. She's afraid My belly's all busted up for Holocaust buns and my dog's trying to hump my leg. It sounds
2: like a country yeah. country like a bad song. Country it? song.
1: <laughs> well
2: she's getting fixed next right. week. So hopefully that'll sort it out.
1: Uh, I don't think she'll consider it fixed. <laughs> Wait, your girl <laughs> like dog's one humping one. your leg? <laughs> yeah. So, hey Josh, how's everything going up in the great white north?
0: Uh not as exciting as that. It's uh it's been a while, so it's good to see you guys. Um, since the last time I've kind of been diving pretty deep into permaculture and trying to do some homesteading type, type stuff. So that's where my, my mind has been. Um, I signed up for a permaculture design certification course that starts in May. So that should be pretty interesting. Other than that, yeah, spring is, has sprung it's still a little bit chilly during the day and night, but things are looking up around here. Unlike Ivor on the other side of the world who's,
1: well, falling into winter. Yeah, Yeah, but we have... Um, So for those who don't know, well, for now, yeah. Um, For those who don't know, Josh, what is a permaculture?
0: Oh, uh, permaculture is the concept of systems, interacting systems, basically, for uh, gardening, landscape-type food forests, trying to get everything that works together, chickens that poop on the or use the chicken poop to uh, to fertilize the vegetables and then use the vegetable scraps to feed the chickens. And just everything works together. And so that's what we're trying to do. We have two and a half acres and just trying to, trying to create a little food security or just uh, maybe even some side hustle money.
1: Right. Yeah, I will say I watched a video not that long ago. Uh, an African guy um, had a huge chicken farm, just huge chicken farm. Um, he was using like half of the chicken... Uh, waste for fertilizer for plants—that was like a side hustle to the chicken farm—and then he was using the other half. He was able to convert into fuel for at least like um um uh, emergency lighting and like something else he was doing on his plantation kind of thing. Nice. I've
0: seen people doing that. I think it was up in Alaska, but they were they were burning off um uh, their their human waste to create fuel. I believe it was.
1: Yeah it works. Well,
0: it does. It, so. it does. And it's, it's. I don't know, maybe a little bit uh, Wiccan-esque, but there's something about getting your hands dirty, kind of getting grounded back to the earth and not spending a bunch of time on concrete. So I'm starting to dig that a bit.
2: Uh, we follow a, another Canadian guy on, on YouTube. Uh, my wife really likes uh, what they do. Uh, it's called Gridlessness. And they do some fantastic videos on um, living off-grid and permaculture and all that sort of stuff, and living in the Canadian wilderness as well. So you might want to give them a look.
0: Nice. Gridless? Gridless
2: Gridlessness.
0: Gridless Ness. Nice.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think
0: that's a, Isn't that a, a monster in Scotland?
1: <laughs> Loch Ness Monster. I was yeah. going to say, wouldn't it be a good band name? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's what uh, I'm, I'm hoping that that, I mean, it's, just, it's, it's amazing how much work it is. There's a reason why farmers don't go to doctors. I don't have time to? No, I don't have time to. And you just are in tip-top shape most of the time. Although that that brings me to, we didn't have hot cross buns. But like you, Dora, I like to I like to cook, which means spending time in the kitchen, which means next
1: to the pantry, which
0: means that's where all of the excess Easter candy is. So we lost you, Josh.
1: Oh, I was afraid it was me. <laughs> Canadian winter you. coming yeah. back.
0: Yeah,
2: it's a snowstorm. Or yeah. His cable got eaten Maybe by a it's moose because he's
1: running Windows.
2: <laughs> running win- no. yeah, oh <laughs> he's not running Windows. So do you have hot cross buns there?
1: Do you uh, I've seen them. Oh, okay. And we and we know there's a kid song. Uh, I remember a band teacher saying he absolutely that was like that was like the most depressing point in his life. <laughs> Just sitting there. Come on, you got your you got the um what's it called um the re the re um re um quarter teaching these no, you know like eight years um, old recorder. these three notes oh, yeah. and then and then he figured out wait a minute the other song that he was teaching them is the exact same three notes i can't remember what it was ah, but well he was like you know he just said you know, that was like the most depressing point in his life and then he decided i'm never going to be a school teacher anymore and he quit well, I, you know you have that
2: um i remember my parents had an album that was released by lawn green and he sang ah. Hot
1: Cross Buns on that album. <laughs> Who in the hell thought that was a good idea? <laughs> Lorne Green did, obviously. I mean, <laughs> this is the wild, what was this, his name of the show? Like Wild Nature or something?
2: No, oh, he, um, he was on Battlestar Galactica. Oh,
1: mutual, wait, 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 mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom. That's where I really remember him from.
2: Oh, okay, right. I just remember him from Battlestar Galactica. Yeah.
1: He was it in Battlestar Galactica, yeah, I'm not going to lie. Hmm. Damn. Okay. Um. No. All i all we did was go over my sister in law's house and had ham. Mm, yeah, that's bad it. Um. I really wanted to cook wings or ribs or something, and they were like, "No, no, no. We don't want you to feel like you're doing work." I'm like, "No, it's, it's ribs and like wings." Making. <laughs> yeah, I know. So I didn't. Yeah. yeah. So. You oh, okay.
2: Know. No, they're, yeah. they're a big thing um, here. Um, they start selling them around just as soon as Christmas ends in the in the supermarkets and um. They're they're quite a quite a thing in this country. So um, my wife made made a few because they were horrendously expensive in the supermarket. Right. and uh, as is everything these days. Anyway, so um, yeah, we had homemade hot cross buns, and um, they sure did the trick.
1: All right. Good. Hey, Josh. Everything okay? Hey. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know
0: what's. Apparently, I'm spending too much time outside and forgot how to use any sort of technology.
1: Mm. <laughs> That's not a bad thing. I blame the sun. Yeah. So do
0: I, Solomon.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll say on the Android front, I think we're in this moment of, I don't want to say lull, but things are going to be quiet here because all the developers and all the manufacturers are waiting for Google I.O., which should be in about a month from now, where they're going to push the new Android stuff and uh, try to see how far things are going to move forward. My only question, and this is like the wild card question next Google I.O., I believe, is in five weeks. um How many times are they going to say AI? I'm betting it's like at least 300 times.
2: Oh, yeah. Everything's going to be AI. Mm -hmm.
0: Well, that's the only thing anyone can talk about at this point.
1: And the one thing that uh, one of my money shows were like, it is insane how investments have dried up. Investors have dried up everywhere unless you have the word AI in your product description. It doesn't matter what you're doing. Silicon Valley Bank probably had something to do with that, too. It really wasn't a bank. That's the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. I tried to explain to people, you realize it wasn't a bank. You could not walk in its door and say, I want to open an account. No, it wasn't a retail bank, yeah. yeah. It was, you know, a good old boys bank for good old boys. <laughs> good old boys. Well, wow, it's it's all, geeks. Huh?
0: it's all working towards just uh, conglomerates anyway. There'll be one grocery store, one bank. Singularity.
1: I mean, as long as the grocery store has good pork rinds, I guess I'll be okay.
0: Well, Dory, you gotta get some pigs and make your own pork rind.
1: And here's the thing: technically, I'm below the Mason-Dixon line. I live in the South, but everyone I know in the South, South, South are like, you have no idea what good pork rinds are. Because a good pork rinds, you pull off on the side of the road, and there's a stand with a guy that speaks in such a draw, you really have no idea what he's saying. You just nod and say, "Yeah." Like, boom. Hop. And then he gives you, yeah. And then he gives you some fresh pork rinds. I'll, you know, it's like okay. Yeah. Is they actually the, the pig you
0: know, is just running idea. around, and they're just using a potato peeler.
1: <laughs> Cutting bits off. <open. laughs> hey, if that's what works. That's, that's how you know it's fresh. Two hundred twenty, two hundred twenty-one, whatever it takes. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I will say, you know, um, everyone will not stop talking about AI. Google. Now, the gimmick is Google. Years ago, said privately they had an AI, but it was really focused on uh, images and facial recognition. And then it be- be- because they thought it was so immoral, they basically scaled back all of their AI stuff. And then chat gpt came out and now everybody is trying to in air quote catch up kind of thing um i will say i think it's just going to be a assistant it's going to be a tool it's going to be like a search engine for the moderate future where you just put in something and you just get something back it's just going to be a search result just fancier
0: well that's yeah. kind of all that it is really is the just a amalgamation of the internet as of two years ago right isn't it 2021
1: well, yeah, but here's here's the only difference I'll say. Here's the caveat. Here's the gimme. Here's the uh, iggy, if you will. Um, Ten years ago, I kept telling people my job title should be Senior Internet Research Specialist 2 because I'm really good at using the Goog to finding what I need kind of thing. Um, I do think there is going to be a position here in the very short future who is best at getting what they want out of these large language models. Who knows how to type the least? the fewest amount of stuff, and get back exactly what people intend on it, I think So it's basically like, how good at you at their input, their language, to get back what you want. So I do think that that's going to be a job title here very shortly. Mm. And it's going to be the Jordy uh, LaForge of the uh, Starship, where everyone else just tells Jordy what to do, and he just does it.
0: Yeah, it'll be kind of be like, how can you program this to take away as many jobs as possible?
1: Oh, I'll tell you now, there's one guy I know um, he is a Python guy, really good at Python. Um, he figured out like after four months, he was hired to do so much automation so they could fire people. Yeah. And he was like, I don't know if I should feel bad or not. I said, no, you shouldn't. Because if you don't do it, literally somebody else will, you, you know, take your money, use your investment, just make sure that you're learning something else. So then when this dies down, you can able to shift pivot.
0: That's a bit like digging your own grave when it comes down to it.
1: Literally, yes. Huh? Yeah, it's like that one story where the guy supposedly at the beginning of COVID completely automated his job, and it took him like two years to catch up. So he was getting paid for two years. You know, that's, that's oh, living. That.
3: Yeah,
2: it was in the Philippines or something, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Well, I mean, it has a lot of potential as well. My, my daughter the other day was playing with it, and um, she she is obsessed with Hogan's Heroes for some reason. So she got ChatGBT to um, write a new Hogan's Heroes script, and it was actually really good. Oh, <laughs> yeah, good.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. And I've heard people doing all kinds of stuff. Uh, the one thing I heard was uh, Zoke literally said, give me a song in a Weird Al style parody uh, that's based off of this song, but make it about. And it was something like completely nerdy kind of thing. And it was like, wow. Yeah. And it literally tries its best.
2: Well, how long before they're using it to write Marvel movie scripts? Oh, they're already doing that. Yeah. I was going to say.
1: <laughs> And pop music. I'm sure they're going to use it for all kind of pop music mm-hmm. stuff. Yep. Because why not?
0: Is a door just for clarification, is Zoke X-O-K-E? Yes. Okay. X-O-K-E.
1: Yeah. A.K.A. Ian. Super smart guy.
0: Yeah. I, have, uh, I think he's in the,
1: the Linux Voxer uh, yep.
0: chat, which I hop into every once in a while. Mm-hmm.
1: He is there. And when he opens his mouth, I always listen. Because I know he has experience. Okay. Um. The app I want to bring first before I forget only the real reason I want to bring it is because I do believe this is the exact kind of app that I would abuse if I wasn't paying the YouTube premium money. Um, and here's the whole thing. Um, there's one thing, one big thing that I do not get when I use my YouTube premium. I don't get ads. I, you know, all this stuff is taken out of it. But what I don't get is the ability to block sponsorship stuff. Um, when I'm watching the people, I'm watching them because I like what they're doing. I like their style. I like their, you know, where they're doing it. I don't care who's paying them money to do something. I really don't. Because I am a grown man who've made up my mind about 99% of the things in my life. There's not a single ad that's ever going to change my mind and make me jump ship to do something else. So sponsorship block is one of my most important things. And on my desktop, it's an easy Firefox Google Chrome plugin. As long as the video has been seen by, it seems like at least thirty people, it will automatically skip right by the ad or the in the inline sponsorship promo. Libretube, I don't know how long this one's been around, but I think it's been around at least a little bit. But I think since uh, we've had at least two YouTube alternative apps die in the last like three years, I think that this one's getting some traction. Uh, so I am a big fan of Libretube. And how it works. And I thought in here it had the link to the website, but I don't see it.
2: Yeah, it wasn't there. if you go down on the Reddit um comments further down there's a there's a link. Yeah, I've got it here. I'll put Thank it you. in the chat.
0: I thought it was a gluten free hot dog at first.
1: Yeah, oh man.
0: Libra tube.
1: Death to Death to Smoochie. Um that's one of the things that they said there. Um
0: Death to Smoochie.
1: Death to Smoochie. I watched that one again the other day. Fantastic movie. Where he was eating his soy dogs with his almond, like, paste in place of ketchup. And, um, disgusting. But it was shocking at how much things that he was doing back then to try to be shockingly different are now amazingly normal. Just saying. Um, so yeah, if you go down the lever tube, it does, like, go through some of the basic things, what it's about, screenshots to it. And here's the, here's the real reason why I am, like, really tempted to use this full time. Here are the basic features that come with it. Completely free. No, no no, trickery, no chicanery, no nothing. It has built-in user accounts. So you can have a user account in this app, and then you can link it to your user account so you see your subscriptions and stuff like that. Um, it has inline subscription, user playlist, playlist uh, bookmarks, channel tabs, search filters, player gestures, which I think is important on a mobile app, sp- built-in sponsor block, built-in comments and captions. Um This, I think, is the kind of exact app I would literally abuse if I didn't have YouTube Premium. Because right now, I don't watch YouTube on my phone, like, ever. Unless I'm literally like, how do I fix this $500 vacuum we got 20 years ago? I'll look it up on YouTube, put it on my phone, and then look right next to the vacuum so I can fix it. But that's the only time I ever use YouTube on my phone. This app right here is tempting me to use YouTube on my phone again.
2: Great. Does it have um, Chromecast?
1: Uh, I don't know. Okay, because
2: I use another similar app, it's called SkyTube, and I think I've mentioned it before on the show, Um, and one thing I did notice is that the Chromecast functionality that it used to have has now disappeared off my new phone, and I think that's something to do with having Android 13, so um, no, no more Chromecast options there, so now what I'm doing on my phone is finding videos I want to watch on SkyTube, downloading them, and then transferring them to my Plex server, and I watch them on my Plex TV, basically. Um, But I noticed on my tablet, which is Android 8 still, um, it still
0: has the Chromecast option.
1: Ah, okay. Didn't expect that. Okay. Yeah,
2: really
0: weird. But SkyTube is
2: a a really good option as well.
0: SkyTube. uh, How do these relate to uh, NewPipe?
2: I think they use the same API.
0: Because that's the one I've been using. You brought that a while ago, Ivor. Yeah. And I've been using it, and it works. It's fantastic. Yeah, I like it.
1: Well, there is a paragraph, well, there's a couple paragraphs in that link, differences to new pipe. With new pipe, the extraction is done locally on your phone and all requests sends toward the YouTube Google are done directly from the network you're connected to, which does not use middleman server between them. Therefore, Google can still access information such as the user IP addresses. Aside from that, subscriptions can only be stored locally. And then they go on with another couple of things that make it different. Um. I will say, if I had to take like one big takeaway, um, NewPipe is definitely more—I uh, don't want to say open because they're both available to download and see all the source code on GitHub—but I think NewPipe's one of NewPipe's focus is less first, first and foremost, work on openness. Where this one is, I think, first and foremost, trying to just make it desirable. Is what I'll say.
0: So it must be going through their server then. So you're going to be logging in. I mean, I don't, I don't even with NewPipe, I don't know if you can have. An account, or if you can log into your YouTube account, whereas the Libra Tube here, it seems that you that you can. That's pretty uh, good. What uh,
2: NewPipe does is what you have to do is export your um, subscriptions, a list of subscriptions into a text file from YouTube, and then you go into NewPipe and import those subscriptions into NewPipe. And then they will then let you know which new videos are showing up on your subscriptions. It doesn't have a recommendation engine either. Well, it does kind of, mm. um, but it's it's not as good as what you'd find in in, um, in the YouTube app itself. The problem with the YouTube app itself, if you're not playing, paying for premium, it's full of ads. So what you're really getting with NewPipe or SkyTube or LibraTube or anything, or Vance is another option there as well, um, You can um, you just don't live with the ads. You live the ad-free life. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's uh, the, the main reason that I that I use it. But at like door, it's on my phone. It's pretty well just trying to figure out how to fix something that broke, whether it's a dishwasher or a washing machine or said vacuum.
1: Well, and here is another thing I think that you would like to be aware of, Josh. Um, while Libertube only supports YouTube, NewPipe also allows the use of other platforms like SoundCloud, PureTube, Bandcamp, and Mediacc.de. Yep. It's also so, yeah. compatible with Kodi. Oh, I've never tried that. Yeah, so I think NewPipe is more flexible. Um, where Libretube, you do have to have... I, do, I I. don't want to say you have to have your own account, but if you want to have subscriptions and you want to have all that kind of stuff and you want to post comments, I think you have to create an account in its application.
2: So the basis of this is that YouTube and its videos are all based on an open API or open open link uh, they're sitting on the internet that, you, that anyone can access. So you can build an API which accesses YouTube's videos for free and, and ad-free. Just that people really don't realize that, and they tend to use the YouTube app and then get shown all the ads that go with it. Is, am I am I correct in that understanding?
0: Or, well, or I've wrong? played with the YouTube API a bit, trying to on a website, trying to just basically access the last five videos on a, a subscription, but it's. They don't like that much. You can, you can grab like a singular video. Um, but, but also I'm an idiot. So that has a lot to do with it. <laughs> I just remember it being not trivial to, to grab or to have like a webhook where you watch. And if another, a new video starts or if you, if you upload a new video to have it update on a website. So maybe that is where the, the problem came was just the. Uh, new videos on a subscription. Gotcha. So I don't know if that answers your um, question or if that was even your question, but now I'm just rambling. So.
2: <laughs> well, there's, there's another very similar app in the door. If you don't mind, I, I probably a good opportunity to bring it at this juncture because it's quite uh, similar or well, related to um to uh, you to what you're talking about with uh, Libratube. Um, so it's a it's an app called Vi Music. Uh, some of you may have seen this being brought up before but, but uh, on other YouTube channels um, so basically this operates on the same basis of uh, as Libretube and Sound what was, it, um, oh, what was it called? Skytube sorry Libretube Skytube and NewPipe uh, by using um, YouTube's YouTube music so you've got YouTube video and you've got YouTube music so this does the same thing that NewPipe would do for for uh, YouTube music um, and it's really a fully functioning um, music player. I mean, this thing for me has replaced Spotify. I still pay Spotify twenty five bucks a month because my whole family's on it, um, and, and they use it. But um, really, the only thing this Vi Music doesn't do is podcasts, which you can use Podcast Addict for as well. But um, you've got all the search functions. You've got background playback, so you can turn your screen off and still have have the playback going. You can um, you can bookmark. You, you can do playlists. You can do um, random. You know, from playlists, you random play song selection. Um, you can open links from YouTube Music in the app itself. You've got queue management, uh, sleep timers, skip silence, all the sort of stuff, all the sort of fully featured um, application uh, features that you expect from another app like YouTube Music. And I use it every day. Uh, take the dog for a walk, I stick my headphones on, open this up, and um, just uh, select random song from a, from a favourites playlist, and away I go. I haven't tried. I'm not, a, I'm not a YouTube music subscriber. I haven't tried importing any any playlists or anything like that. But um, yeah, if, if anybody else uses it and has, has that, let us know. Oh, you can import playlists. There you go. There's an option there in, in the description to import playlists. And no ads, again. So it's just ticking all the boxes for me. Oh, and the other thing I noticed as well, this is, was incredible, was that Spotify um, automatically compresses your music. So the sound quality is automatically very muddy. And, and I, know, so I was noticing when I was listening to music on this. On this application, there was a huge difference in sound quality between the same song on Spotify and the same same song on on VI Music. So um, even when I took the compression off on on Spotify options, it still wasn't as good as what I'm getting through VI Music. So why would
1: you stick with Spotify? Because you love Joe Rogan?
3: Yeah.
2: (laughs) Well, no, not really. (laughs) But
0: you know what, door. Vi music. The only the only downfall about this thing is that you can never figure out how to exit it.
3: Ding! <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: I'll do. Sorry,
1: Linux. Yeah, that's it'll a that's a random, Linux joke.
2: It'll do random playlists as well, so you can. It'll do quick picks for you, so based on certain songs, it'll show you other songs. You can do radio options. It's got everything. Yeah, I, I use it all the time.
0: Oh, it looks great. I'm I'm just wondering about do you do you ever use skip silence on music?
2: No. No, I don't know why it's there, but... That's interesting. I want to it, say I
0: guess so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Too
0: much music, not enough words.
1: Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, I mean, I will say, um, when I'm in the car going with other people in the car, I can't listen to podcasts because, you know, I can't. One, all they'll hear is... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know. But even if I slow it down, A, it will drive me crazy. B, I'm sure they will... Somebody in the car, will eventually be offended by something, because everybody's offended by something. Um, because I listen to everything, from almost every point of view, from every angle, because everyone has an ounce of truth in their belief, and everyone has 99% faith in make-believe, and they spout it out as fact. You know, that's just human nature. So, I've been starting to listen to more music when we're driving, just because silence kills me, kind of thing. Um, and but I, one thing is I don't want anyone to poison my music um, uh, feed, my stream. So if we're on YouTube Music and she wants to listen to something, you're not using my phone because I don't want to hear any, um, Taylor Swift. I don't know. Um, no, no Taylor Swift, none of, uh, of, Drake. I don't know. No, no Drake, none of that. Nothing after like, you know, 1999, basically. <laughs> it's a safe bet. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to give this a chance, give this a little look at, so they can maybe play some of their stuff every now and then. Good, very good call.
0: So I'll bring an app now that will take it down a notch. Oh, hang on, you're gonna bring an app, Josh.
2: You've actually got app to bring. This must and be I'm like here. The first time in about ten episodes, you've actually had an app ready.
0: First time I've been on here in ten episodes. <laughs> uh, this is also on F Droid, and it's called Cards with Cats. And in the play hearts and spades against computer-controlled cats, and it's fun. I don't know how many how many games of spades or hearts you guys have played, but I have put in some time with these games and um, with my friends. And I can get just as angry as a cat as I can against at a human who's my partner across from me in in spades. So if you're looking for a way to play by yourself because you have no friends like me, this. Uh, this is it's pretty fun actually
1: cards yeah cats. I'll say the good thing yeah, the good thing about um spades or hearts is the rules are basic you basically just get your cards dealt make your call and then try to make that number period um but at the same token it's so easy like halfway through the hand to be like nothing is turning out how I wanted it to turn out kind of thing so yeah um this is the kind of thing I think is the perfect game to play when you just want to sit around and look at 10 cats and Throw cards around. I would love it if the cat would chase the card. Just saying.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, it has a, a pretty good AI that should bring us up in the the algos a little bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, they, uh, yeah, they, it's not it's not bad. I mean, they make some some pretty poor card decisions every once in a while, but overall, like it's a I can I can see it being a, a legitimate game of of
1: spades. Right. So you're saying the AI has a habit of hallucinating. Um, maneuvers, thinking it's the right move. Got it.
0: Got oh, it. Oh yeah. Well, I didn't. I didn't finish the name of. It's actually cards with cats on acid. So it's. Uh, it's lots of colors.
1: Anyway. So do you get to pick your partner, or is it always the same?
0: No, nah, it's that grumpy-looking brown one.
1: Mm, needs to have like the eyebrows. Okay,
0: yeah, one. and like you, you know, you you try to bid nil, and he'll throw out the three of hearts. So it's not. Sometimes he's he's definitely punchable.
1: Just like normal. Spades players got it. Yeah, and cats, and cats. Well,
0: that we just went down in the algo on that one.
1: Uh, Could be worse. Um, Okay, I'm going to go to an email we had, the email Josh that you replied to. Mm. I love the fact that the guy's name is the commander (laughs) because (laughs) I think we need to respect him. He's the commander. Absolutely. Um, Okay, so no,
0: I'm just going to search for commander in my uh, emails.
1: Fix my email
0: window
1: here. Oh, that didn't work. Okay. Um, email goes, hey guys, thanks for the terrific podcast. I've been listening for years and you do a great job. I'm interested in your opinions on alternative OS for Android phones that restricts somehow how much Google has access to our devices like Graphene OS, which now I run successfully on my Pixel 4a For about a year now, I basically run all the Google apps that I absolutely need sandboxed mixed with a lot of open source alternatives without missing a beat. Am I delusional? Pause. Paranoid? I got into it after watching a YouTuber called A Side of Burritos. Great name, just (laughs) saying. I love that guy. Shout out to him. My second question is, I want a foldable, but I'm not convinced yet, but. I love the format of the Microsoft Surface Duo. Cannot argue that. Um I hear it's not perfect and it's expensive. Can you talk me down from buying one? I love your show, The Commander. Sent from Proton Mail. Good 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 job, the Commander. You're secure. More secure than the average fellow. Don't and
0: we you love you back. You. Uh, you did, we love you back too, Commander.
1: It's a Microsoft right. and then you, device. It will crash every five minutes. And then you did give a reply to him, Josh?
0: I did, uh me to read it, Dor? Is that what you're asking?
1: Sure. You can read it. You can summarize it. Can I do it in my own voice? Uh, that would be nice.
0: Well, I can't summarize it
1: because I don't know what it says.
0: Uh, hello there, Commander. I can't speak for the others, but I am all for de googlifying a device. I have looked into Graphene a bit, and it seems to be geared towards pixel devices. If I could swing a pixel device at blah, 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 I'm poor. That's basically what that says. <laughs> and then in, about getting away from tech companies, I, And then, are you delusional? I think not. As for the Tuber shout-out, what is going on here? I, I must be drunk when I reply to things. I wish I'd get all my meals with a side of burritos. Uh regard to purchasing a Surface Duo, you will never you never hear me here spell drunk. Uh, recommending anything from Windows. I don't even have Windows in my house. Just open spaces <laughs> where the snow comes in. Thanks for listening in the email. I don't think I want to do that anymore. I don't think I want to read my replies on email anymore. Okay. <laughs>
1: Okay, um, I'll 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 first say you're not delusional at all. The only thing I'll say is you're ahead of the curve. Um, I do believe eventually pr- privacy will become an actual issue that a majority of people care about. I don't know when that's going to happen. Is what I'm going to say. Um, I would the only reason I would buy a Microsoft Duo device is so I can play with it and then give it away because I don't think it will be. I don't. A look, like, you know, Samsung devices now get updates for like five years. I would be shocked if that thing gets updates for, like, 18 months, number one. Number two, the only piece of Microsoft hardware, I believe, is solid, secure, stable Microsoft mouse and the original Microsoft um, networking hub or router. That was it. Everything else, I think, is horrible.
2: I like this keyboard a lot. Josh is holding up his keyboard right now.
1: Well, and it's, like, wildly funny how something involving software doesn't seem to work well with microsoft kind of thing so yeah i would never buy a duo expecting it to be a daily driver kind of thing um with that stated i do think it's getting close to where if you do buy a foldable device you will not be completely upset at it but i don't think we're there yet i think we got at least another like 12 18 months before we are pitched a foldable device that isn't a thousand dollars and is solid with implementation where you can easily see something on the screen, open it up, and then it seamlessly transforms into the new screen size and it just works kind of thing. Um, but I don't think we're there yet.
2: I think Oppo's latest offering, the was it the N52 or something like that? That's um, that's mm-hmm. getting there. It's it's certainly a lot cheaper than the Samsung devices, and it seems to be um, a lot better featured as well.
0: Yeah. One thing about your response, door is that you mentioned that you don't think it'll be getting updates until, or for, after 18 months? Are you talking it's about Microsoft day. updates? Yeah. Uh, well, well, is that, is that anything,
2: a bad thing? <laughs> They'll be well, every day. I mean, <laughs> you
1: know, I, I, I just have little faith in them to put something out and support it for any length of time unless it's an insane success,
2: and it's not. It's just not so. worth the money either. There's a lot of money to spend on a duo. What happened to well, the, the you, new can, uh,
1: tablet as well, the Neo? The default it's was, basically... that's
2: just disappeared off the radar. In,
1: yeah. It is in. It is indefinitely postponed. Hmm. is what they
0: said. They should just indefinitely postpone their entire business. Sorry for anybody that works there. Um,
1: and what I will say is, I'm gonna try to remember because I did see the email, but I didn't see it till after Josh said something. Um, I will also try to send this link to him. Uh, and it was in literally an Android Authority article that popped up. I want to say like shortly after he sent the email, maybe a couple of days. And it was literally in in um entitled I ditched my Google and installed the privacy focused Graphene OS on my Pixel. Then it goes through their experience and what they thought about it. I will say if you're truly paranoid, installing Graphene OS will do nothing. It will not slow down, inhibit or make it, Google any more difficult to pull any of your private information um because even uh, Every Google Pixel since the Google Pixel, oh man, no, no, since the Nexus 5, every device after that has had closed source binary blobs for the um, for the graphics driver on all Pixel devices. Which means the availability to a backdoor cannot be proven to not be there. Of course, you can never prove negative, but you can't prove that there's no backdoor on those operating systems. And the Graphene OS basically still uses the exact same drivers onto it. With that stated, I do like the idea of having a trimmed down operating system. Um, I use my work profile, which is the same thing as sandboxing, very frequently on my device. Um, it just makes it very easy for me to take a a, a a suite of applications and just click boom, and they're all dead. They cannot launch on their own. If I get phone calls or whatever, it will not automatically launch the app. Or all the other apps have triggers to launch back up whether you like changed networks, you ended a phone call, you know, all these kind of things can trigger the app to awake. When it's a sandboxed or island or work profile thing, you can literally just kill the entire profile and then you don't have to worry about it.
2: Yeah, the thing with Graphene OS as well is it can only be installed on a Pixel at the moment. I think they're, they're working on No,
0: that. I, I don't think that that's necessarily true. I, I think that it's only officially supported on Pixel. Oh, okay. I think, yeah, I think you can throw it on, but I mean, Taking your life in your own hands there, but it's it's only supported for Pixel.
2: Okay, well this might be something worth trying on a second phone or a, or a phone you don't want to use anymore.
0: Yeah, or a twelfth phone in your case.
2: A twelfth phone in my case, yeah.
0: <laughs> and Dora, you referred to him as as him, but I believe it's you should refer to him as the commander.
1: The commander, mm. not commander. The commander. The commander. It. It's not the Facebook. Right. Very cool. Um, so I'm gonna bring an app here, and the reason I'm um, bring—man, I just had some weird accent kick in. Um, <laughs> the reason I'm bringing this application is because it extremely scratched the nostalgia. It's to the point to where I think I started to bleed. It's just you know, oof. um, it's called Fur Squadron Space Shooter, AKA Star Fox from the old Super Nintendo days. That's one of the games I love, but man, I sucked at that game. Uh, (laughs) This game seems to run at like half speed compared to what I remember, Star Fox's speed swoop. So to be honest, I found this game to be a little bit easier to play um, than the original Star Fox. Um, But it's definitely inspired by that game. Uh, The graphics are extremely, uh, like, Vector-esque is the way I'm going to use. With Vector, you typically see (laughs) <laughs> uh you typically see outlines or um wire cages of stuff this is definitely that um basically it's just one of those games if you just need a little bit of fun uh right now i believe it's on sale for 199 us uh fur squadron space shooter by raptor claw which i think is a great name updated july 27th 20 oh january 20th, 27th 2023 um, eligible for Family Library version 1.1.1 requires Android 9.0 and up. Content rating E for Everyone. Downloads only 100 plus downloads. Uh, the original release date December 14, 2022, so it's not even a year old. App permissions is basically just network access, convol- control vibration, and view network connections. So not a lot of access, not a lot of uh, resource hog. It looks like, and just your classic shoot 'em up.
2: This game looks very familiar to my 14-year-old
0: self. Yeah. Yeah, Star Fox was a great game.
1: Yeah, and to me a buck 99, I mean I now had almost $20 in Google Opinion Rewards money because I found I'm not buying stuff and then I went and I literally looked at Google, I looked at the Google top paying apps, top paid games and I scrolled down anything that even was remotely interesting I already owned. Mm. So it's like I you know couldn't find stuff to to spend money on. Uh so then I went and I did a, like a deep dig uh, to try to find things that were worth the money. So this one I thought was definitely worth the money, considering it's only a buck ninety nine. Even if you only get twenty minutes of gameplay out of it, buck ninety nine is worth it.
0: Yeah, I don't get Google Rewards anymore. They asked me for my opinion, and I told them they stopped giving me money. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Once past fifty, the the last thing you should ever do is express an opinion. No,
0: I'm looking forward to uh, those that age where it just doesn't matter. <laughs> anymore you know this the curmudgeon old man that tells
1: it how it is
2: i thought you were already there man
0: yeah some people say that i don't know i think i'm too nice
1: <laughs> i know my boss already thinks i'm there yeah great that's the bosses should think that after a claw yeah. very cool
2: well i've got another app if you like uh so this one's called rewind music time travel and um Dore, you mentioned before you didn't recognize any of the songs that came up for you uh, after 1991. Well, this, this app, um, I it shows you an annualized um, uh, history of music. So you can select a year, you can go back to that year and it will show you everything that was happening musically in that year. So it will show you what the latest music videos were, uh, what events are happening. So, like in nineteen eighty, there was um, John Lennon's assassination. So there's a big uh, story about that. Um, you can go back to any year, but going back to nineteen fifty nine, I think it is, uh, and it will show you a, a top one hundred uh, of of all the um, all the uh, all the hits. You no know, number one uh, that were no, that were in the top one hundred of the um, hit parade. Um, you still call it that these days, the hit parade? <laughs> we don't call that anymore. <laughs> well, it seems um, like
0: that's any parade now.
2: <laughs> it's any parade. Yeah, the Pride hit, Pride Parade or something. Uh, anyway, so um, yeah, basically, what you do with this is it what I what I use this a lot for is saying, okay, well, this is a song I like. It was done around about the nineteen eighty seven or something like that, or nineteen eighty four, um, and it will show you all the, all the top one hundred for that year. And if there's any other other songs there that you like, you can um, you can. Go and look them up on Vi Music or YouTube Music or whatever music app you're using, and and um and that's it. You can spend a bit of time on this. If you're into your music, you can spend a bit of time looking at things. It doesn't show you the, it doesn't play you the the entire song. It's not like, like a music player. It will show you will do you a preview of, of a song you like. Um, where then you can go and if you get a premium subscription or something, you can you can go and buy that. Um, or you can just go to your own regular music app and and, and uh, fill your boots. So um. Uh, I I was intrigued by this the, by this app to start off with and um, uh, use it quite a lot to fill out my playlist that I take with me every day when I go and walk the uh, dog and as you said Dor, you didn't recognize any songs after 1991 I didn't recognize any songs after 2003 everything after 2003 <laughs> it was oh, a complete I'm, mystery
1: I mean I'm sure I'm going to recognize it but I'm also going to think it kind of sucks um, yeah. The only songs after 2000 that I can identify are songs that Weird Al made parodies of, and every instance I listen to his song, listen to their song. I'm like, I think Weird Al did it better. Yeah,
3: yeah. Get off my porch.
2: <laughs> did you watch Is that uh... Uh, movie that Daniel Radcliffe did of his, his life?
1: Yes. Any good? Uh, I'll just put it like this: I went into it fully prepared to hate it because I really do not like Daniel Radcliffe whatsoever. Um, I really wanted a more Going into it, I want to hear more real Weird Al stuff. Mm. But then, when Weird Al wouldn't stop doing hallucinants, he wouldn't stop doing acid, drinking whiskey, um, and when he went to the um, um, like Columbia and he killed a drug lord, and then Madonna became a drug lord, and when Weird Al got shot live on stage in 1987, I thought, this is a great movie. <laughs> And see, what I didn't realize was every scene in that movie is parodying another movie. Me and my wife didn't figure it out until we were like halfway through the movie. So then the scene would be on and we would pause it. We were like, I think this is a scene from Godfather. she was like, No, I think it's from Scarface. And we would go through and and we'd figure out what scene he was parodying in each one of these scenes. And it was literally like funny as crap, is what I'm going to say. Partially because his mom and dad were super mean. the cops brought him home because he was illegally, basically, like, involved in a, a wild polka party kind of thing. <laughs> um, yeah.
0: I thought UHF was a documentary of his life.
1: Oh, man. I, I, that is the movie I can still watch to this day just because of the casting in that movie. Uh, the bad guy is like the, your like super stereotypical bad guy. But one thing I didn't realize in that movie was when he's Rambo going through to shooting everybody, one of the very first guy he shoots is. The guy's dad, the main bad guy's dad, who's on the picture in the main guy's office, uh, in his office. That was one of those little Easter eggs I found out years later, and I went back and I had to watch it again, 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 and again, to say, okay, here's the guy in the guy's office, who's the dad behind him, and then fast forward to the rainbow scene, and that's the same guy that he shot.
0: Okay, I believe you. Useless (laughs) now. Yeah, I believe Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you. Uh, Let's talk about the castle for a while now.
2: (laughs) What show would be complete with that one?
1: Yeah. My dad says he's he's an he's an I um I uh Diaz man. <laughs> yeah, I did watch that again like two weeks ago, just because. Nice. Um, right, I watched in the, bo- the, the Barbarian yesterday. That was great. Dale, put the gate in the backyard. Yeah,
0: take a around the back. <laughs> I think you still have the the director's cut version or whatever. Try to mm. get you the other one. Gotcha. Um, all right, you guys want to do another app? Sure. Thought uh, in I will. uh. Go with photo compressor and resizer by Pocket App Maker, which I didn't really go look at if it was from the pocket the Pocket App Maker or if that's just a clever name trying to incorporate the Pocket App. Uh, contains ads, has four point eight average reviews out of thirty nine thousand one point or one million plus downloads, and it does that. It compresses photos. I've only used it on auto. And I take a, a photo that's 5 megs, roughly, and it takes it down to about 130K. And so, it was the first one I picked, and it works. And I, that's what it does, and it has, it has some ads. I wish that they, I wish you could buy it. It's one of those apps where I wish I could give them $2, and they could make their money that way, but alas, it's not like that, so are They're not really intrusive ads they just sort of hang out. They're like Ivor on this show. they just kind of sit there
3: ooh, oh <laughs> ooh,
2: you cut me deep <laughs> yeah, At least I would be offended if I was listening to you. <laughs> That's
0: right. Oh another <laughs> app I brought that just just silences the crowd.
1: Well, I was trying to look see if I could find the license for it. Only reason is because I'm pretty sure it's using Image Magic on the back end, and Image Magic is one of those Linux tools that's been around forever. And basically, you can do anything with an you can do anything you can imagine with an image with it. Um, I will say, uh, the numbers you quoted on the compression was drastic. It was literally like one twentieth the file size. Which, I'll say, the one thing I do hate still is there is places where I go to paste something. Oh, that's too big. I'm like, you know. I'm not paying for the server space. Just let me put it on there. I mean, I know how much, how cheap hard drive space is now. It is nothing, literally nothing, to have a rack of NVMe, you know, two terabyte drives just sitting around. um so it's just one of those things, and it really and it just makes me upset. So if I need the ability to compress something, uh, yeah, now I got something. I suppose well, if you're uh, emailing
2: because I mean, email still has a twenty-five meg file size limit for attachments, doesn't it? Or is that? I
0: think uh, it's based
1: totally, on client. Uh, yeah. On
2: client. Okay.
1: Yeah. I know at work it's only like four megs or something stupid, and then yeah, with Gmail, I want to say it is twenty-five.
0: Well, this is a perfect app for you then, Dor. You can take those over four four megabyte pictures
1: and take them
0: down to a reasonable space that a normal company is, is comfortable
1: using. Mm-hmm. I just don't send the email. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I usually just turn my computer off and go home at that point.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. I make sure if, if someone really wants to answer of me, you're going to send more than one email because I'm more important than that. Plus I'm almost to retirement. 42 more months. Then I'm out changing my phone number, not answering the phone. They uh i'm gonna bring a game that i believe was on sale again um this is the kind of game that when i saw i figured this was uh like a perfect game for my son to play um because he likes to believe he knows how computers work but you know he doesn't really um,
3: <laughs>
1: no it's called the lonely hacker uh it the developer name is the lonely developer 1987 i guess we know how old he is or they are um 14,000 reviews 4.1 average reviews 1 plus million downloads e for everyone $2.49 buy um data safety no uh, no data is collected and so you don't got to worry about it i like that part of it uh the update to the game is april 5th 2023 Eligible for the family library version 20.0 requires android 6.0 and up uh content rating again e for everyone Originally released February 15th, 2018. Again, 1 million plus downloads, permissions, full network access, uh, and view network connections. So not very much is what I'm going to say. This is the kind of game where you literally click like one button to say hack. Um, so they really, you know, there's not a whole lot of complexity to it. Um, but I just found it was like a good like little story thing going on. Of course... Uh, you, you are a hacker, but really, what you are hacking for? It, in the beginning, it's for fun, it's for stupid, it's for play. But then it eventually becomes you find something out bad, so then you are starting to hack for good.
0: I like the redundancy mm-hmm. of the title.
1: Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: that'd be more interesting.
3: Hackers ain't got new
1: no friends. Let's <laughs> <laughs> cool, Josh. Yeah, and um, basically, it turns hacking into like the ultimate script kitty experience is the way I'm going to put it. Because quite literally, you go to a place and you download a hack and then you go to another server and then you click exploit hack and you press a button and then stuff scrolls by kind of things.
0: Like, you know. You know what? That's pretty realistic anymore though, Dor. I mean, they have malware as a service. Yeah.
1: Uh, true. Where you can
0: just do that. You pay somebody to use their malicious software.
1: The only, the only question is, uh, do you use Tor and do you, do you use VPNs in the game?
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, William Wilson in the in the chat says he has five years, 11 months, and 17 days to uh, his escape from work. Not that he's counting. Yes, yeah, see,
1: that's how you know it's more than four years because he counts by years. To right. me, once you go below four years is when it turns into months. When it goes into two years, it turns into weeks.
0: It's like the reverse baby. How old is he? Oh, uh-huh. he's yep. 72 months. Uh, right. <laughs> okay, he's, exactly. he's 16 or what? <laughs> uh-huh. Right.
1: Oh, he's 160 months and 20 days.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, so he's, it's his 21st birthday. Nice. Yeah. Cool. The lonely. any more, Ivor? What did
2: you say? The, the Lonely Dungeons and Dragons player. <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs>
1: So, do you have any more apps, Ivor?
2: Yeah, um,
1: actually, I've got an app
2: and a video that goes with it. So, I sent it around to you guys on Vox the other day. Um, so, I'll post a link to the video first. And this is uh, a favorite YouTuber of mine called um, Facundo Holzmeister. I probably butchered that pronunciation. He runs a YouTube um, channel called How To Men, which is all about Android. Uh, and he has been playing around with an app called Shizuku. Um, have you guys had a chance to have a look at this?
0: No. Uh,
1: no.
2: No. Okay, so Shizuku, it's oh. Let me go back. Back in the back in the eighties here in New Zealand, we used to have a drink called Clayton's, and it was a drink that was you could pretend was alcoholic, but it wasn't. So it was a it was a non-alcoholic drink that looked like an alcoholic drink, and so the the tagline, the advertising line for this drink was Clayton's, the drink you have when you're not having a drink. So Shizuku is the root. Application you have for your phone when you note when you don't have root. <laughs> anyway, so Shizuku <laughs> fell a bit flat. Anyway, Shizuku is a great app because what it does is it gives you root permissions without actually having to go through the process of rooting your phone. Which to me is just like mind blowing because uh, what this what this app will do is basically open up all your API system level APIs so that other apps so Suzuka on itself doesn't really do a hell of a lot but when you combine it with a lot of other apps that do a whole bunch of di- interesting stuff it talks to the system APIs and it pretends like your phone has root access when it actually doesn't so you don't have to go through the sometimes fraught and dangerous process of rooting your phone um, so I recommend you have a look at uh, How To Men's um, Video description, it's very good. It's got, um, you have to install this app first, and then you, um, you've got a whole bunch of other apps that he outlines every single one, what they do. Um, there's things like Icebox. I use four particular apps. Uh, they're called App Ops, Icebox, and System UI Tuner. And they, you know, we were talking before about um, privacy uh, at, a, at an app level. This gives you all sorts of ability to restrict permissions on on specific apps change um, the, uh, what apps run in the background and 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 that sort of stuff uh, way at a way more advanced level than you can without the Shizuku permission now the only sort of um, the, the downside of of Shizuku at the moment is that uh, every time you restart you have to re-enable it but it's it's not really a huge problem you have to en- enable wireless debugging and uh, if you go into your wireless debugging menu you get a we code um, you get a six-digit code. As soon as you activate that code, uh, Shizuku will come up and say, "Oh, um, enter the code here, you put the code in and it starts the ADB commands and you've, suddenly you've got wireless debugging and everything's open to you. So it's, it's a, I spent a fair bit of time playing around with this. It gives me a lot of really, uh, really cool options and it um, helps me retweak really a lot of uh, app settings and system settings as well. Like what? Uh, so it'll stop uh, apps operating in the background. It's um, surprising the number of apps that want to access your clipboard, so you can, you can allow um, or disallow clipboard apps. As I said, Shizuku itself doesn't do a hell of a lot. It just opens up the API to the system level um, functions. Uh, the, the apps that come along themselves, like um, uh, there are a whole bunch of other apps that you use in conjunction with it that, that will give you different uh, abilities to change, changes that you can't do at the moment except without with root access.
1: Well, okay, now this is why I was really, really, really confused when you were first explaining this, and when I first saw the app. Um, You said it doesn't give you, it it lets you have root without having root. So it does let you have root, because you are able to do those system-level things. Okay, short story, there's three levels of root when it comes to Android. There is run-level root, which means every time you run something, you have to re-authenticate what you can and cannot do. And basically, if the app gets closed, you have to reopen it you have to reauthenticate that level of rootness. Mm. The second level of rootness is once your phone reboots, you basically lose it. You think of this one almost as like a SIM link to being root, but then during reboot, you lose that SIM link. You've got to reevaluate. Uh, so you do have root now. You don't have complete root access. I guarantee you, there are root applications that you try to use, and this app just cannot grant you that level of permission. And then there's the what they call circle zero ring uh root. That's where it's persistent. It lasts forever. And you can literally do anything you want on your phone whenever you want. That's the really when we say typically root access, that's the level that we mean. So this one gives you the middle root privileges. Okay. Um because with that stated, the app I would really suggest you try to look at is X privacy. Okay. X privacy is the one app the reason I love X privacy is hypothetically you can say okay Because of whoever, I have to use Facebook Messenger, but man, I hate using Facebook Messenger. You can then say with Facebook Messenger, when it loads up, don't give it like no access to anything. Instead, just make fake data up. Give it fake GPS data. Give it fake location data. Give it fake phone number data. Give it fake history data. Give it fake app data. Give it fake, and give it all this just fake data. Every time you start the app, it just will randomly spit out garbage to it. Just because sometimes if you do not give an app information, it just fails because it needs at least some level of access. So with X privacy, you can inject fake data into applications with root access. Great. Right. So
2: X privacy, you, you need to have your phone rooted to use it?
1: Uh, if we, it, it wouldn't shock me if it does work with this level of root. Right, okay. That's what I'm saying. Cool. I, think,
2: yeah. I think I thought. Yeah, but there seems to be more and more um, applications coming out now that are meant to be used in conjunction with Shizuku. And um, the one I particularly appreciated was called System UI Tuner which gives me a whole bunch of options to um, tune apps and all the functions of the phone at different levels that are not available to me. Otherwise.
0: Gotcha. I'm going to stop uh, ignoring your message on Voxer. I kind of like this one.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I was confused and the video you sent me, look, I'm look, I got ADD. Okay. If I look at a video and it's more than 10 minutes, I'm like, Oh God, really?
2: Yeah. I mean, if you can stick through it, through it, it's okay. You can, What he does is he basically outlines Shizuku and then goes through the different apps you can use with it. So there are some apps on there you won't want to use, some apps you will want to use, so just trip
1: through the ones you don't want to use. Gotcha. Very cool. Definitely have to give it a look. And for those in the audio, it is S-H-I-Z-U-K-U.
0: But There's a Z in there.
1: There's a Z in there. (laughs) Very cool. Uh, Do you have any more apps there, Josh?
0: I'm just getting started, Dor. Okay. Uh, Here... This is what I really want to talk about. This app is called Amethyst by Vitor F. Pamplona. Pamplona? Pamplona? 4.9 average reviews out of 111, 50,000 plus uh, install or downloads. <laughs> it's mature 17 plus, And it does no data shared with third parties, no data collected. Updated the 10th of April, 2023, a few days ago. Uh, it's pretty much in constant development, I think, as it is. It's a client for the Nostr or Nostr protocol. And what it does is it allows you to join Nostr, which is a decentralized. I mean, it's hard to put it in the terms of social media. The the Nostra protocol is just that, a protocol like email or HTTP, where you can build whatever you want on top of it. And so what it's being used for right now is almost Twitter clones. But the beauty of it is you can, when you set up a quote-unquote account, you get a key pair, which is a public key and a private key. So it's basically the same as a password and a username. But you can take it to any other client that's using the Nostra protocol and not be hemmed into Facebook or Twitter. So it'd be like that being having one, one account that you could log into Instagram and Twitter and Google and whatever else you wanted to. And so that's kind of how the, the key pairs work. But in my opinion, I, I can see this blowing up this year. And over the next couple of years, there's quite a few prominent people that are moving over. I think we actually talked about it on Joe Rogan. I saw some, some talk about that. So, you know, that that'll bring in some, some people. But what you can do is you curate your feed by just the people you follow. There are no ads. There are no algor- algorithms. It's all just sequential. Um, and there you go. This is for you, Ivor. You can also send zaps, which are small amounts of Bitcoin, to people who make their their posts.
1: Hey, we
2: should and, play uh, uh, Josh Bingo, Josh Podcast Bingo. <laughs> this, is, this is Bitcoin. Yeah, and,
0: but it's 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 great though because I mean I've I've been using it for a few days and just taking pictures and and kind of keeping like basically following people that are into uh, permaculture and getting ideas and and stuff like that and have made a couple bucks even just by people sending zaps for the posts and it feels it feels like it's right at the the floodgates are about to open and it's quite nice to to be able to communicate with people that respond back and it's not You know, everyone is sort of on the same footing as far as there are no influencers. There's nobody with a blue check mark. And so, I don't know, I get this feeling that the next big thing in my life is going to somehow come through this protocol. So Mm -hmm. There's my diatribe. I'm going to step down off the soapbox for a minute.
2: No, I mean, you you did a good talk about it on your last podcast with with your um, podcasting for value episode. So um, yeah, that was, that was quite a good explanation in there about what NOSTA is all about. Uh, I noticed myself that there are a lot of NOSTA client applications coming up in F-Droid. So um, it is definitely taking off, as you say.
1: Yeah, I'll say the only negative I heard about this one uh, is honestly the same negative I heard about Mastodon. It's just that until the onboarding process becomes simple enough for stupid people, um, it isn't going to hit any kind of mass numbers like Twitter, because the onboarding is something like Twitter or Facebook. Literally, grandparents can do it. Oh, this and is grandparents this, do
0: do it. This is easier door. This is easier. No, I. The,
1: not it, not for me.
0: This no. app. How did you try it?
1: Yeah. And yep. You, you create definitely more steps in joining Facebook.
0: Create an account.
1: Yeah. And you're done.
0: <laughs> <laughs> when you create an account, it generates a key pair for you, and then from there, it's yeah, it comes down to the curation. But there's there's a a hashtag right now on there which is called Grow Noster. Hashtag #grownoster, and that's kind of what I used, and it's amazing. Just the I don't know. I find I find it amazing for somebody like me that has no clout to go on there and to feel like I'm like I can I can make a new start at this and have it be something that I want. Like it, it's just I was what I was, look at Twitter quite a bit just for news and to get, in. and it's just a cesspool. And like this is just yeah. dipping your head in the the it's River Jordan. What's that?
2: Read it as well. That's a cesspool.
0: Yeah, and so this is this is like, I don't know, it's a rebirth almost for, it's kind of flushing away all that garbage that is the ads and the, the algos that are forcing you look at what they want you in some manner to look at. And so just to have the ability to, you can still block people, but you don't see anything on your, your home feed that you didn't follow. Gotcha. But yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to poo poo your, your comment about, about it being difficult door. I'm just to create an account and to start, I think is pretty easy. It is very cutting edge. And so there are, there are snafus, but everybody is also pretty, pretty excited to help.
1: Well, that, and I think they're, they're starting off right by making this a protocol, which means it's interoperable with all the other applications that support it. So you don't even, the, the number of apps, like Ivor said, right now, there I don't want to say there's too many, but it's almost like there's too many. Um, so you just basically got to stick, pick one, stick with it for a while. Uh, and I'm sure there's going to be times where you open the app and it's not working exactly like you wanted to because something changed. But then just, you know, because the apps are being re- revised so quickly, every time I look at one of these apps, the update date is less than two days ago because people are literally actively pounding out code trying to make this thing work right. Um, th- this is the kind of thing, i'm old i'm tired of getting on stuff early so the only reason i would get on early is literally just to create an account and then come back in a year or two kind of thing um i do like the idea put it this way the reason i liked google plus was because there was basically no in air quote influencers on the platform um there was the same reason why back in the day bbs's i thought were fun you just hopped on interacted with human beings And did stuff and then logged off kind of thing. So that's why I do think this is going to be only more popular in the future. The only question is what kind of glass ceiling is it going to hit? Because all these kind of things hit some kind of glass ceilings, whether it is just, you know, what happens when, you know, a billion people all access it at once or what happens when people we hate start to hop on the platform. Like, you know, Hollywood stars and stuff.
0: Right. That's the where the beauty of you having your own home home feed is. But yeah, the, another aspect of it is that it is, <clears throat> excuse me, decentralized in the fact that there isn't a singular uh, server. You know, you're not signing up for your account. They can't, nobody can just shut you down. Uh, the relays they're called are the individual servers that, uh, and so you can, you can basically subscribe to as many relays as you want. And so, there's a bunch of free relays right now I think there's some paid ones and you can also run your own relay to contribute to the network or just to back up all of your uh, interactions and so at, at that point you can you can't really ever be censored just because you have a copy of your entire history. So I mean that that's getting kind of in the weeds and, and and pretty nerdy but as far as scalability it has that going for it. And
1: you know, I, I can tell you like one option I want these things to have, because this is what soured me about Mastodon. I would find someone who posted something I thought, cool, interesting. I would then follow them, and then what it turned out was 99 out of 100 postings they did was just retweeting or republishing somebody else's stuff. I would love the ability to say I want to follow somebody, but I only want to see original content from that person. I don't want to see things that they're regurgitating is the way I put it. Um, if I wanted regurgitating content I would just throw up in my mouth
0: <laughs> that with with the clients right now the, these type of clients anyway is only scratching the surface as well like it, it, it's sometimes hard to to break apart the the, the app and the protocol of something whereas you, you could build anything I've thought of a couple things like a even i was thinking about the the libra tube and having something like that and then having this as as the chat or the the comment section and then you just take your credentials from where you know you take your key pair and now you are are making comments on videos or you are buying stuff in an online shop and re- and receiving bitcoin as payment in a in a pretty easy fashion
1: Gotcha. Um so this is a mobile solution. The dumb question is, what about when you're on your desktop? Do you have a preferred interface for it or you did not use it on your desktop?
0: Um I use well <laughs> Yeah. I uh I use the the it's called Snort and it's on my umbral, so I actually host my own client, but there's there's browser extensions as well. Gotcha. And then they're all tied in together, right? So you can yeah, it's it's all seamless as far as the integration. Gotcha. Ivor, I'd really love to hear more thoughts on this.
2: Uh, well, it's a social media platform, so I'm not interested.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: See, I am a curmudgeon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Real one. Too much technology.
2: <laughs> no, I mean, it sounds a lot like what um, social media should have been when it first started out and before it got ruined by um, far too many people getting onto it and you know, being ruined by other people. <laughs> social media should have been restricted to over 50 year old white men
0: <laughs> from the start okay. well you got yeah you got
1: facebook for that
2: yeah well, that's pretty much what facebook now isn't isn't it over 50 yeah. year old white men
1: shouting at the it's sky that and it's that and it's the place where kids create accounts just so when they go for a job interview they can say yeah I'm on Facebook. There's my account. Right. In right. fact, it's what they never use or never touch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Well, if anybody listening to this gets on to on to Noster, let me know, and uh, I'll send you some zaps. Even you, Ivor, if you got on there, I would send you your first Bitcoin.
2: Uh, I suppose. I mean, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> What happens to all your information? I mean, what inf- personal information do you have to provide? Your your um, nothing. You can be as anonymous as you
0: want. It's it's it's, a, it's a it with a anonymous or a, a it's a, a random key pair. People. What's that? Nope. You don't have to do, do you anything to you don't to want people? to do. No, and you don't have to show anybody where it touched you on the doll at the end either.
2: <laughs> all right. Okay. We'll send me a link. I'll We'll see what I can do. Well, I put I'll the, send link you in pictures the pictures of my sheep.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? You know what? People would probably love it, man. I would, I would look at that. Like, there's, there, homesteading permaculture is kind of what I've been going on to. It, it, it's right now the bulk of, of if you go to the global feed is, is Bitcoin stuff. But this is the beauty is that I don't have any of that on on my feed. It's all just people and there's yeah, there's pictures of chickens and talking about how to how to cook chickens or what they're doing. You know, I just harvested. This today, blah blah blah. So I mean, it, it's it, it might just end up being you know a, a more technical version of farmers only.
2: <laughs> that sounds fantastic. You're really doing a lot to sell it here, Josh. <laughs>
0: no, I, it would make me smile. It'd be the first thing you ever did that made me smile. If you do, yeah. if you do join this.
1: No,
2: then I won't be doing it then. Yeah, I think making you happy. No way. <laughs>
0: plus you got nothing but okay. time
3: so
1: <laughs> <laughs> and and I and I understand ivor's thing um you know I don't want to say there's enough people in my life but you know I kind of have enough people in my life um the thing that would sell me on it is quite literally um how rich the filters are and the search function is because I have very narrow bands of interest that I find interesting like right now um am on like a big geopolitic kind of kick where right now, uh, the guy Peter Zihan is literally climbing mountains in New Zealand and sending in videos when he's talking about things that are happening, um, world events kind of thing, and how they all link back to each other, and how you know, really, we should care about what's going on here. Really, they should care about what's going on there, kind of thing, because it's all right now still interconnected. Um, so I will download it, give it a try. Just don't be shocked if you post something, and uh, I say what 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 can no, you put in boxes?
0: absolutely and i'm more than happy
1: i'm more than happy to
0: to help out as much as i can uh there's there's another extension it's not an app which maybe it should be but it actually works pretty well is is called get Albi. and it is it is a, a wallet basically a, a bitcoin wallet but and a and a lightning wallet but it uh it actually integrates into the the android app as well so that you can use that on the android app even though it's a browser extension so there's some sort of uh, there's so, <laughs> some sort of magic going on there but so i would i'd recommend that to as a like a, a pretty perfect pairing for for nostr
1: gotcha and I, and i'm and the only thing i'm sure about we are going to keep seeing more 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 and more nostr apps that are going to offer more more like niche kind of things um, so we're going to have, like, endless amounts of clients to use for endless amounts of purposes.
0: Well, and and it's... I really do... I, I believe so as well, and I think it's going to be pretty amazing that the applications that people come up with that aren't just social media-based, you know, like... And, and that's what... It's difficult to call it social media even, but we're just so stuck in in these terms that it's kind of what makes sense for people. Right. I want to see a picture of your sheep on there. I've, I'm serious.
2: All right, I'll do it, mate. I'll do it. I'll post one every day. Okay, I'm gonna. Yeah,
0: absolutely, man. I'm, I'm. I'll be your first follow.
2: I'll probably get more followers than I ever did on Facebook. <laughs> well,
0: it, you will. Like I, I, I almost guarantee it if you put it in. I mean, I have probably in two or three days forty-five following and and people that are following me and cool. are interacting and. And sending zaps. Like it's, it's a, it's a, it is truly a value for value system where you can, you know, people say a penny for your thoughts, but you can actually give somebody a penny and it's cool. Like it's not, you know, throwing a a penny at, at somebody that's, that's panhandling on the street, you know, flicking a penny at them. You get, well, okay, cool. All right. I can see how this, this works as far as a direct return of value or, you know, you, Posted your sheep and it made me smile. Here's three cents.
2: Okay, cool. Yeah. I've got a few things on there I could put
0: Perfect. (laughs) Yeah, just hit me up in Voxer and we'll I'll sort you out.
1: Cool. Very cool, very cool. Uh, okay, the one I'm gonna bring, it's literally called Humble Minimalist Launcher. Um I keep going back and forth on what I want my home screen to look like on my devices and my secondary devices because I still use my old one plus device as my podcast player app. Um, So I literally am the guy who right now carries around two phones. Um, partially because the Pixel does not have a micro SD card, so it makes it a little bit difficult to transfer stuff over like it was before. Um Granted, Podcast Addict does do an automatic backup every night now to my Google Drive, so it really should be easier to make the jump, but so I'm still using two launchers. door one uh, one question one, real I'm, quick.
0: Do you have do you have two uh, belt holsters for the phones? One each <laughs> side.
1: I don't have any belt holsters. <laughs> um yeah, and if I did have a belt holster, I'd be perfectly content if somebody would slap me in the back of my head. <laughs> um so this is called Humble Minimalist Launcher from Bursting Clio? Bursting Silo, I think. Celo? Um sure. That works. Um data safety this uh may collect some performance data and activity data and it is encrypted in transit unfortunately you cannot request for data to be deleted um click the wrong button there oh yeah helps so if i click that and i say uh last updated november 27 2022 so not recently um Version 1.4.0, updated again November 27th, 2022, 1,000 plus downloads, 7.0 Android and up, content rating E for everyone, originally released on May 22nd, 2022, Uh, app permissions network access, view network access, and prevent device from sleeping, which is much less than most home screens need. Quite literally, it's just a list of apps with a on. Uh, where you can click for the phone, click for the messaging, or just scroll scroll to the apps. There's nothing more on this, except for that. So you're saying you have two phones, right? <laughs> yes. Why do you have two phones? One, I listen to all my podcast on. Yep. And here's the advantage. When I am in the car, I can plug my Pixel up to the Android Auto, Maps, Navigation, Phone Calls, and I still have my earbud in listening to podcast on my phone. Because if I... Connect to the Pixel device. No sound will come through my Bluetooth ah, earbud. Okay, and it's and honestly, it's clearer listening to a podcast in you know, my earbud versus listening to it from car speakers or listening to it from the phone speaker. It, it seems always clearer when it's my earbud. So mm. that's my excuse.
2: So have you got a SIM card in your podcast player? Or you
1: just no, just nope. Wi Fi. Okay. I don't. The only time I use Wi Fi is when I'm home. I just put on Wi Fi and I just update the app. The only other thing on that phone besides my podcast player is, uh, sometimes I when my other phone's charging, which it uses. I mean, I can go a whole day without a charge, so it doesn't charge a whole lot. Every now and then, I browse, uh, streams and post stuff to Pocket, get Pocket. So that's just really only use for it, that and listening to podcast. Oh, and I use it as my night clock, where yeah. I can basically just, you know, start the phone, turn on the night clock, and I don't have to worry about any notifications or anything or any sleep timers or anything. I just click it, start it up, and then. Um, it is very light sensitive, and it will literally get so dark mm. that it's like, even in a pitch black room, there's like no light coming off of it. To, but but you can easily read the time.
2: Cool. Oh, I just wondering if, if the Pixel had uh, double SIM trays. No. To go with your
1: nope. dual belt holsters. Nope. <laughs> just a single SIM tray and, and no SD card slot, which really made me upset. But, you know.
0: I'm giving this a go already, Dora. Good man. I'm using the, what is it, IO3. What is that? IO3? IO.
1: Yeah, I know what you're talking
0: about. Yeah, but.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm going to try this now.
1: Yeah. One posting I saw said this is the perfect grandpa launcher. Perfect. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Time for Matlock. (laughs) All right. Uh, So I say we go through the app rundown if possible. Cool.
0: Uh, Sure. We started off with LibraTube by, I'm assuming, LibraTube. VI Music, seamlessly stream music from YouTube Music. Cards with Cats, play hearts and spades against computer-controlled cats. I personally think that's the best one we did today. Fur Squadron, Space Shooter by Raptor Claw. Rewind Music Time Travel by ZH. Total Compressor and Resizer by Pocket App Maker. The Lonely Hacker by The Lonely Developer 1987. Zuku by Wow. <laughs> Jingchen Chen and Rika, Rica? Amethyst by Vitor F. Pamplona, Humble Minimalist Launcher by Bursting Cielo. I think that was all of them.
1: Yep, that's very right. cool. Excellent. So I will say, uh, if you want to, send us an email, super easy, aaa.podnuts.com. You can send us a voicemail at 7076podnuts. I can't believe I still remember that number off the top of my head. <laughs> I am I, like shocked. I still remember it. Seven oh seven six Podnut. Um, if you want to join us in chatting, uh, we are are we all are me. <laughs> we are all active in Voxer. <laughs> uh, Voxer is a voice, uh, text, uh, image, basically chat group kind of thing that goes on. Um, and if you have any do too many uh parting words there, Ivor. Oh, I would just like to make a mention
2: of uh, the anniversary of Eric Dini's passing. From nine uh, four years ago, so he, he died back on the
1: fifth of April four years ago, and, and um, we wish he was still with us. Not a lot of people have, I feel, changed me, mm. kind of thing. Um, there's no doubt in my mind. Every moment I hung out with Eric, I became a better person. He
2: definitely was a very uh, good. He thing.
1: made yeah, he made people around him laugh, smile, and just be nicer than normal, kind of thing. Even though we would sit there at conferences and just make fun of people,
0: except on Taco Night, yeah.
1: Oh my goodness! Yeah, and he still owes you around the disc golf. He sure does. <laughs> if you hear, if you can hear this,
0: Eric, I'm planning on. Uh, well,
1: which way did you go, buddy? Because I'm gonna come find you. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah,
1: very cool. Do uh, you have any uh, parting words, there, Josh?
0: It's good to be back. That was that was fun. Hope everybody enjoyed it. Thanks for listening. Thanks, uh, Red, William Wilson, Swift, anybody else that was in the, the live chat. And, uh, you mentioned that we were all on Voxer soon to be on Noster. So check us out there as well. I guess probably Ivor will probably pick what the, the Kiwi sheep farmer. Permaculture madness. Permaculture <laughs> madness. <laughs> well, yeah. I'll throw it back to you, Dor.
1: Very cool. I want to thank you guys for your patience with me and thank the listeners for the patience with the feed. Um, the only promise I can give is that we're going to try to be more stable, more um, um, uh, concrete, more consistent, is the plan, the goal. Um, a lot of stuff going on. Uh, my oldest now is going to be 18 here in uh, less than a month and a half, Wow! Uh, getting ready to graduate high school. Uh, And I heard a a really sad stat. The average 18 year old, when he turns 18, has already spent 98% of his time with his parents that they're going to spend. AKA, now for the rest of his life, I'm only going to be able to see him 2% of his time. So I said to the wife, whenever he gets out, we're going to have to make it a point. um, Because, like, you know, I'll just put it like this some of his grandparents go out of their way every week to stop in say hi, say what's up, talk to them. Other grandparents act like the kid doesn't even exist. We are not going to be the type of parent or grandparent that acts like the kid doesn't exist. Uh, we're going to basically annoy them to the nth degree until we die. <laughs> so, But but when they move out, when he moves out, it's going to make at least my load around the house a little bit lighter. Then I have my 15-year-old, which I almost perfectly timed with my retirement and him hopefully getting out of the house to make sanity possible, so we'll have to see if that comes to fruition Uh, bottom line, the more patient you are with us, the better the end result will be so thank you listener, thank you subscriber thank you for downloading, thank you for participating, with that Ivor Josh, thank you very much for the fantastic show I love you guys and I'll talk to you guys real soon Cheerio
0: Lauren
1: Flake Hi, this is Matt from the MRP Tech Podcast. I would like to invite you all to take a listen to my show, the MRP Tech Podcast, on the PodNuts Network. The theme for my show is everyday tech for everyday people. We talk about Windows, Mac, Linux, iOS, Android, Chrome OS, and anything else technology related. You can find us on iTunes and you can find us by searching in any podcatcher. We hope you take a listen and let us know what you think. Music provided by Steve Cherubino at stevecherubino.com.